Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Montana, Lipson Head Coach Tony Ursland. Uh, a ton to talk about, fellas. We are going to go ahead. We're going to get to it. I don't know that we'll get through all of it, but uh, we're going to we're going to do our dangest to to try and get it. First of all, uh, shout out to Coach Suf for letting me squat in his office, whether he knows it or not. Um, I'll just say you look right at home with the Packer stuff in there, that's Corey. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Always Packer proud, whether uh, they deserve it or not. Right now, it doesn't seem like they do. Guys, you open the season. Uh, we're going to talk about that. A, a very unique situation out of Clarion. A great yeah. performance. Um, also, happy National Signing Day. It's like Christmas. It's like yeah, Christmas it's, in it's, November. No doubt. Official. Finally, you know, we waited a long time for some of these guys, right, uh, to make it official. So, yeah, big day. Big day for us. Big day. Uh, I'm told as we record this at 11 o'clock, 1121 Wednesday morning that everything is in, paperwork is in. So we are very happy about that. Uh, I know, Absolutely. like you said, it's a years long process and this is the payoff. Uh, we'll get in depth on shout that. Out to, uh, shout out to Jacqueline McGill for her work behind the scenes to get those forms out and back in and registered and so on and so forth. She, it's a, it's a big day in the compliance world. For yeah, sure. It, it takes a village. <laughs> and if that weren't enough, we've also got the home opener coming up in a few days. <laughs> yeah. uh, Riders coming to town. We'll preview that match. Uh, let's start off with the Clarion Open. Um, you went out to, uh, to, to PA and came back with, what what did we say? Six champions in four weight classes, coach. Uh, <laughs> well, depending on how you want to look at it, right? Like right. that's the different thing, right? So uh, just to break it down quick for people, right? Matt uh, Matt Ramos won kind of outright. You'll understand what that means in a minute here. So Matt took care of his bracket, looked good. Um, you know, um, was dominant most of the day, I would say, in his matches. So he's off to a great start. Co-champions at 33 with Dustin Morris and Jacob Makatange, um, uh, who had a really good win right out of the gate. It would be the national qualifier. It's Nationally ranked kid, national qualifier from Yeah, Buckdale. national qualifier in the one seed in the bracket, and our young guys showed up and, and didn't stop there, right? Like, you know, Makatange, um, again, true freshman for us, beat Both the one seed. the bracket after that. Yep, and then just really was dominant on his way through. And, and Dustin Norris did what we expected. Um, and because these guys are teammates and 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 they don't get any uh, win-loss record out of it, they don't count your teammates in terms of your RPI and countable matches for people out there. So we decided not to wrestle that match, um, you know, as you know, we'd already done that. in, in we, did a, we, we did a week before. Right. We've done that in wrestle-offs. Um, Parker Phileas, uh, outright champ at 41. Again, dominant most of the day. I think he had uh, major decisions or better in all of his matches. He did. And, so, and uh, his finals match, his finals win over the uh, young man from Navy, that kid was a, a top 25 ranked kid. Yeah, Coder Hunt. So, uh, yeah, so a good, good, solid win and performance from him there. Kendall Coleman and uh, Jake Camisholi. Um Soli. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are losing it. I'm telling people, dude. We got, hey guys, we got to watch him. He's, hey, he got minutes of. Sleep I'm sorry. Time. Yeah, I, let me just apologize now to Nate. You know, um, <laughs> dude, I got yeah. It's between signing date and uh, and Ryder coming up and watching and film, travel. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, by the way, I called. I called my kids each by their opposite name this morning too, with Mason and Jackson. Absolutely. So that's, I, I just, I should have known not to show up at the office today the way my morning started off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I apologize. Twin too. <laughs> so, but clearly uh, Kenny and, and Nate had had great tournaments. And again, because we had already seen that wrestle off and matches don't count on season record forms. Uh, we decided not to wrestle that. So they were kind of co-champions as well. And then, um, you know, if we're, if we're kind of going in order, right. Uh, Copas uh, was also in the finals uh, at, at heavyweight was runner up, but made the final. So yep. what did we call that? That was uh, we had um, 12 place winners in all. 12 place winners in all and a, and a bunch of finalists in champ. Bunch of, yeah. Like seven finalists, seven finalists, so seven, seven finalists. So uh, then, you, you know, you keep going down the list, obviously, like you said, Copas was second at heavyweight. Um, the uh, both Ben Venadia and Cooper Nori took third 
yep. uh, 65 and 84 respectively. Um, and then we had some guys. And so the way they did the, the way they did the tournament for those that weren't following closely, uh, the semifinal losers wrestled for third and fourth. And if you lost at any point during the tournament earlier than that, the highest you could place was fifth. And so uh, Tristan, Tristan Ruhlman wrestled back for fifth. Uh, Brody Bowman wrestled back for fifth. And Hayden Filipovich made the consolation finals uh, and lost and took sixth at 197 pounds. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, – am I, am I missing anybody? I think that's everybody. I think – well, not trusting myself with the start I got off to. I think you're right, though. I'll, I'll give you a vote <laughs> of confidence on that. I'm just not sure how much that really means. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Coach, overall, you know, we, we decided to go to Clarion – um, because we wanted to see some different teams. Yep. Um, you know, we usually spend this opening weekend up at Michigan state. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of teams that are on our schedule, uh, yep. we're already up there. And so we, we opted for something different. Um, it was a heck of a bus ride, but we made it both there and back. Yep. And, uh, not without a, uh, not without a, uh, deer casualty on the way home. Oh no. He got dropped pretty hard from what I hear. Uh, it sounded like I, uh, I told, I told Tony this the other day, Corey, it sounded like, you know, like in the movies when they take the, the metal trash can and they throw something into the bottom of it and that big, that, you know, that loud clanging hollow sound. Yeah. Like, we hit, we didn't know what it was. We thought maybe we drove into a pothole or like something. Yeah. Turned, yeah, out, yeah. It was a, turned out it was a deer. <laughs> so, yeah, but, um. I guess my question is, Tony, going not, not getting back to the point, um, did you feel like you got out of the tournament what you intended to by going to the Clarion Open? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely did. We've, we got to see some different competition, um, which which was really great, and um, get our guys a lot of matches. You know, we, we've talked often about – uh, you know, qualifying, you know, standards for the NCAA. And, and so being a young group, I wanted to make sure that we got off to a weekend where we got to see a lot of competition and get a lot of different matches. Last year, we started off with dual meets, little older team, little different situation. So mm -hmm. I was really happy with what we got out of the weekend. Um, Corey, I know you've had a chance to kind of glance through the results. Was there anything that kind of piqued your eye as a bystander that uh, of somebody who showed out? You know, uh, honestly, both guys at 33, um, I, yeah. I, it's it's the first time the world's really gotten to see Dustin Norris because he redshirted yep. last year and, and, and wrestled unattached, you know, two-time Ohio State champion. I know you guys have expectations for him. It's good to see him go out there and and uh, perform as well as, uh, as well as he can, making the finals um going co-champion um mctanganay same deal um true freshman didn't know what to expect from him but he runs to the finals too uh it, really cool to see both of those dudes step in and perform great to see parker do what we all expect him to do you know that's that's fantastic so just you know those those three guys early on in your lineup i, I think really caught my attention as i was scrolling through uh results sunday afternoon yeah and ramos is the other one you know <clears throat> you ramos and kendall were the other two you know tony and i talked about um went out were dominant you know bonus points bonus points bonus points yeah, yeah. um you know we can't we can't say say any names here but uh really interesting plot line from the weekend with some of these young high school kids that jumped into these college opens and, and did really yes. well See and more and more uh, of that you know, there was a young man at, at Ramos's weight class and we were, you know, it was one of those things. It's like, it's kind of a lose-lose situation, right? Like you wrestle a high school kid, you're supposed to beat him. <clears throat> but then, you know, if you, you know, if you lose to him, it's a huge story because, and we saw that all over the country yep. with some of these other tournaments. But, uh, but Ramos went out there and took care of business, not just against him, but against, you know, everybody he faced. Everyone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, fall, tech fall, tech fall. Um, you know, you know, he was, it was funny. The guys were asking me about team scoring and I was like, guys, it's an open tournament. There's no team scoring. They're like, but if there were team scoring, we'd be dominating. I'm like, yeah, 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 you would. That's true. So, well, and then, I mean, then there was, they did put out a team score. Did you see that? They did. 
I did see that they 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 were showing up there. So and I and I don't know what the criteria or qualifications yeah, or how I that didn't know either. No, I'm with we you. had a lot of guys there, so you you'd have to anticipate just because we had so many guys there, we'd score a lot of points. Yeah, uh, I will say this though: uh, the helmets those guys brought home were pretty cool, right? Super I mean, cool. Yeah, yeah, so that was fun. You know, normally you get the bracket or a T-shirt or something too with you for your efforts for the day. So that was different and kind of fun. So uh, having having four of those helmets uh, along the way, yeah, was was a good time. Yeah, some of those guys had a lot of fun with those after they won, putting them on and posing. And there were some photos that wound up out on on Twitter and Instagram that were pretty pretty entertaining. Great, yep. great photo ops for sure. But yeah, shout out to Keith Ferraro for running a good tournament out of Clarion. Um, yep, providing like you said, an awesome trophy for these kids. So, um, yeah, I was uh, I was I was happy with that. I didn't get fired on the trip. Yeah, <laughs> not once, Corey. It was kind of miraculous. That's I, I was, never happened. I, I don't. I I can't I can't say that it hasn't, but <laughs> it was refreshing. I have to say that much. Uh, um, let's get into like I said, one of my favorite days of the year. Um, you know, as somebody who was privileged to participate in college sports, um, I did not get the pleasure of a national signing day because they didn't do that at Division three. Um. But I knew the, you know, the moment when I got the invitation and decided to join a team, I know what that moment was like for me. And so to get to see these young men and women all over the country and all these different sports, uh, see these years of, of hard work and talent and, you know, everything they put into it come to the fact that they, you know, earned a college scholarship and get to make it official, I just think is just an amazing it's an amazing thing for, for young people. Um, Tony, we got to do that with five guys. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of want to hear your overall thoughts on the class and what, um, you know, what, what they're bringing to the party. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, and I, and I'll be repetitive probably right. Um, in, in this, you never do that. I know, right. You, you try to over communicate as a coach. So everybody knows where you're at, but for, just from a culture standpoint, the thing I'm most happy about is yes, we got talented kids. If you look at some of the rankings and what these kids have done in their careers at the high school level, it's <laughs> impressive, right? I mean, it's, uh, multiple time state champs and kids who have won national events, you know, preseason nationals, you know, lots of accolades there. But I think the most important thing for us is, yes, you got the talent, but you got kids who fit your culture and what you're really trying to build on. Mm -hmm. And I guess I've always said, as I get older, that ends up being uh, a very important thing to team success. And, and that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to do things from team championships um, at Purdue. So um, that becomes huge for us. And I feel like we got kids who really fit our, our culture well. So yeah, they can wrestle and they can wrestle at a high level and you'll see in depth what their accolades look like. You can read all about that, but man, uh, they, they fit who we are and how we want to train and how we want to compete and, and kind of what our team is. So that's the thing that I'm most excited about, I guess. Um, <clears throat> real quick, we'll just kind of touch through, through all five guys, um, get a little bit on them before we get a chance to, uh, to talk to some of them. Um, they, uh, they're making, making time on their, their busy Wednesday as they sign to, to join the always aggressive podcast. So, um, I mean, let's start with the first guy that committed out of this group. Um, Joey blaze Perrysburg, Ohio, um, projected middleweight, uh, Kid's been committed to us for over a year now and finally gets to put pen to paper and, and we get a chance to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, guy who can wrestle from a lot of positions. I mean, he, his attacks have been picking up, you know, like from his feet, but he's always been a guy who can scramble and score points and found ways to win tough <laughs> matches, which is what we loved about him. Good competitor. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, big win, though, uh, you know, for people who uh, might, might want to go look him up, just won Super 32 and beat a world champion in freestyle and, and a guy who had committed at, at Penn State here recently as well to do it. And then again, won in dramatic fashion in the finals there 
Um, so a guy who, again, his stock is really just on the rise. I think he's still got a ton of upside and he's, he's just going to get better and better. So really excited, uh, you know, for Joey. Uh, pretty cool about Joey and the fact that, you know, we, you know, Stony Buell, uh, our, our commit from last year has been friends with Joey for a long time, turned us on to him. Um, he is not, it's funny to look at the fact that Joey now is not the kid that committed to us a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's twice the man he used to be too. In some respects. You talk about the growth spurt that he went to, that he went through. And the fact that, you know, the things that we saw when we offered him and he committed to us have really come to fruition. Like you said, winning super 32, beating the top two seeds in the tournament. Uh, winning a second Ohio State championship, um, you know, in addition, like you said, the 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 massive growth spurt that he's hit and jumped, you know, yeah. a couple weight classes. Uh, when you make when that happens for you as a coach, when you take a commit and then the kid turns into what you knew they could be, yeah. I guess that's got to be a pretty cool feeling. No, it's awesome, right? And 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 the only thing better is when they when you finally get to get your hands on them and start that journey together with them side by side. So it's been really fun to watch his continued growth and development. And the other things I'll point out, um, you know, because he's been committed, as you said, for a long time. Um, they love his family. Great, great family. We've gotten to know them really well. So excited to have them uh, join Purdue Wrestling also. And then that team that he's coming from, that that Perrysburg team uh, with Coach Burnett over there, you know, I just think he's been around good people and, and you can kind of see the growth and development, whether it's from his family who are so supportive or even his coach there at Perrysburg and what that team has done. It's It's been fun. Uh, we'll stay alphabetically here. We'll go to the next guy on the list, Grayson Clark, coming to us from Wisconsin. Um, a lower weight guy, 33-41. Uh, another great performance at Super 32. A guy that, you know, we kind of were on early, then came yep. off and got back on. Yeah. And uh, really happy he's a Boilermaker. Yeah, that's a guy, you know, that we've been watching from afar for a while. And obviously, uh, Coach Sue Flown, being from Wisconsin, was in tune with that state and who the good kids were. So we've been watching him again for a long time. And and honestly, the way things went, um, you know, it had a, had a second chance, you know, had a second bite at the apple um, with him when he kind of really decided to reopen again and look at what he wanted to do late in the signing process. So just really pumped that we got a good kid that we'd seen have national success for a long time. And again, we think he fits kind of the mold of, of who we are as a team and, and where we want to go. So, um, and then also out of another strong club, you know, you look at Askren wrestling up there, um, you know, it's another one of those guys. So, a you know, great opportunity to get our hands on a good kid from that club. I did not realize. And I think, I think he even surprised some of our staff. I didn't realize how tough he was on top and what, what, he, what he brings to the party from a, uh, from a Matt wrestling perspective. Yeah. Right. That's going to serve him really well. It's already served him really well in, uh, in, in high school. And if you again, watch super 32 where he was third, he turned a lot of really good kids and was really going after it on top, which we love, um, you know, four point near fall and riding time here in college. I think it's going to serve him well, you know, he's going to win a lot of matches through his top game. Agree. Um, excited to get Grayson in here. Keep moving down the list. Uh, Indiana product, two-time state champ, Ashton Jackson, coming to us from LaPorte High School and uh, Elite Training Club. Yeah, yeah. Um, really got a chance, not only just see more of them right at the state level, but here, uh, you know, in the last, you know, several months, been down in the room, um, you know, at RTC stuff and had an opportunity to really watch what he's all about. And he's just a mat rat. He he loves the sport. He's got a passion for it. And you need it at the next level because the grind is real, as we always say. So uh, love to get our hands on, on, on a talented kid, clearly, with what mm -hmm. he's done, having already got two state titles. But uh, but a, a kid who, again, I think really loves the sport and his best days are, are ahead of him. He uh you know, he's a lifetime 25, or at least that's what we, we, we project him as, um, these damn kids, they always grow when we least expect it. So that's, uh, you know, I've, I've always made that point about wrestling, how like, you know, guys can change positions in other sports. Like they get bigger. They can't wrestle 25 anymore. Yep. 
<laughs> so um yeah ashton's a kid um you know and these next three kids we're all gonna talk we're gonna talk about all from the state of indiana all well regarded um some national rankings some national performances uh i mean it's as good a time as any to talk about keeping the best kids home yeah there's no doubt. I mean, you'd like to do that. That's not always possible. You know, I mean, Tricky's just recruiting. It's timing involved in everything, weight class needs and that stuff. So, yeah, it, it, when it you can make it work, that's awesome. And we are able to do that with, uh, you know, these three guys that we're talking about next with, you know, Ashton being one of them. And Ashton, you know, his familiar, familiarity with the guys on the team and, and having friends on the team like Ike Rubel, and, uh, you know, being around those guys, being around RTCs, I know how pumped Ashton is to, um, you know, train with guys like Norris and Ramos and Makatangay and those those little guys that, um, you know, really think his his he could elevate things to the to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a familiar name here next in the alphabetical order here. Uh, Delaney Ruhlman joins yeah. his <laughs> older brother, Tristan, here in the Boilermaker family coming from Bloomington South. And um, he's a guy that, you know, we've we've obviously known for a very long time and we're excited to bring him bring him aboard as, as family. Yeah. You know, keeping it all in the family was was nice to do that. Delaney, you know, just like his brother. Right. You see the skills and the talent. And he's had some very good wins. But again, a kid who who's going to work hard. And we think when you put him uh, you know, in a room where the, the the partners are high level and he's coached hard every day can really, really blossom and develop. So to to get another kid like that, who's going to, again, uh, help the culture of the team. Right. Keep building on that is is a big deal for us. Uh, Delaney's going to be an upper middleweight, probably somewhere between 65 and 84, unless he hits a huge growth spurt like his brother did. We'll see. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we keep getting back to that, unfortunately. But uh, but Delaney's a kid that is going to, you know, really give us some some competitive depth and and work hard mm -hmm. on that in that that range of of upper guys where we need more depth and we need more we need more bodies in the, those areas. Um, but like you said. Uh, has a top 200 national ranking, um, yep. has some, really had some very good wins, you know, in his career. Yep. Two time know. state runner up. Um, I think, uh, I think Delaney's best days of wrestling are ahead of him. Oh yeah. But by, by far, and you know what you're getting right again, you know, Tristan's been here, you know, in, in another good family. Right. So just, looking forward to that journey. And I know Tristan was really pumped too. When it got done, Tristan was really excited. So uh, yeah, you like to see that, you know what I mean? hundred percent. Um, last, but certainly not least, uh, coming from DeMott, Indiana and Kankakee Valley high school, uh, Cole, Cole Salome. Um, yep. He is another guy, like you said, these Indiana kids who can, can be in the room for the RTC and have, you know, they know our guys, they spend time around our guys. Um, yep. But really excited to uh, to pull a kid down, you know, both Ashton and uh, Cole coming down from the region, an area that, you know, we would like to see more guys come from and yep. uh, join the program. No, no doubt. And again, another kid who you think his upside and where he's going is is just right in front of him. I uh, had a big win uh, over in Des Moines, Iowa, at preseason nationals over some some highly regarded kids, other kids who are going to be in, in D1 programs. So again, a, a guy who I see really starting to develop and come and somebody that we got really comfortable with in terms of his work ethic and who he is as a competitor, uh, I think are his, his kind of his best attributes and it's going to serve him well. Yeah. I knew that uh, it's, it's, it's good that you, you brought up the, the work ethic because I know that that was one of the things when we focused in on Cole and we knew we wanted to to get him an invitation into the program. Those were the those were some of the things I remember you talking about and the fact that he works incredibly hard and he doesn't back down from anybody. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love the edge to his wrestling too because again he he's going to be in your face and he's going to wrestle hard and he's got some good skill sets. But I just think the attributes for for me that I love about him is his hard work and who he is as a competitor. Uh, Cole is a. Uh... He's really centered in. He's a uh, building construction management. Uh, I think mm -hmm. this is his intended major. He's really interested in that program. Talked to Parker Phileas a ton about it and, yep. and wants to, to be a part of that. But um, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited that, that Cole chose to, to join the family and, and, and made the decision. He'll be in the 41 to 49 range, help that, that, that lower middle weight 
uh, type area on the team and, and provide us with some good depth. Yeah, great class. I would say this too. Um, we're probably not necessarily done yet. Um, so, you know, keep the lookout. We're, we're trying to, you know, we're greedy. We're greedy here. So we're, we've got a few more that we're trying to get. And I've actually got a guy that uh, has committed to us that we can't talk about today for various NCAA rules that I think is going to be great for our team next year as well. So I'll just use that as a teaser. So people know, Hey, we're, we're still uh, trying to lock down for this class. Um, you know, another young man or two. And, and we actually know I, I've got a guy who's coming. I'm just can't talk about him right now. Right. That we feel um, good about it. Corey, what do you say we bring some of these uh, young men on here and get to hear from them directly? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Coach, we'll let you step away for a bit, and uh, we'll talk to the the newest Boilermakers here uh, on the Always Aggressive podcast. All right, we start things off with Joey Blaze, the, the newest Boilermaker. Joey, congratulations. Big day. Uh, uh, had to feel good to sign that uh, dotted line. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure it did. Uh, it's been a long time, probably like a year now I've been committed, so feels good to finally uh, put it in paper. Um, Joey, seven o'clock this morning. I, you know, my phone starts buzzing. That was the earliest you could do it. And, uh, you literally wasted no time. Um, I guess, you know, kind of piggybacking off what Corey says, you know, like, you know, how did it feel to get on the dotted line? Like we felt like it was official for a long time. Right. Like, I mean, mm -hmm, you, for sure. you've been around the guys you've been over here on, I don't know how many, you know, unofficials, um, you did your official last year, uh, how ready are you to make Purdue home? Oh, I, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Definitely. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to compete. You know, you know how I am. I'm itching. I'm always, I'm always ready to wrestle. Absolutely. Um, you know, we talked a little bit this morning, you know, we talked with coach about how, you know, when you committed, you were about half the size you are now. And in addition, like, you know, you, you had one state title under your belt, you know, you had a couple, couple of national placings, but you know, in the last year, you know, you've blown up, you know, capped off by your super 32 win last month. Um, I guess, how did it feel to have Purdue and coach Ersland have that much faith in you that early? And then, you know, how has it felt to be able to pay that back to coach with, with everything, you know, you've accomplished going forward? Uh, it, it honestly means a lot. We did a, uh, today at our school when we signed, like our school did a thing, we uh, talked. And to one of the local news reporters, I literally told him, I was like, Purdue had faith in me when I only had one, like one state title under my belt. Like I didn't have like all these credentials that I earned. And, uh, you know, I just been putting it forward by uh, being the best me every day. And uh, I mean, I go, I just got home from lifting. Uh, I just go lift, run. I mean, I just try to stay in the best shape, best wrestling shape. Cause I want, I want, my goals are NCAA champion, all that. So I want to, want to be ready when I'm there. Well, from what I've seen, you're ready. <laughs> and, and we're really excited to have you, man. Um, what were some of the factors, you know, like, how did you, how did you know that, you know, cause, cause you made your decision quick. And, and you have been completely resolute about it for a year, despite, you know, I, I have to believe that, you know, even though you were verbally committed, there were other, you know, as you, as you succeeded, more people kind of like, Hey, are you, you, you sure? And, uh, <laughs> and you've been locked in from, you've been locked in from day one. What has it been about Purdue that's kept you so close to this? Uh, honestly, it's, it's just the family aspect. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of coaches look at, uh, wrestlers as just another wrestler but like overall the whole coaching staff and team uh they're they just have been so loving I mean like shop I, I talk to shop and Suf and coach Earth like everybody like weekly you know what I mean it's like it's totally different than uh some of the other schools I don't know just how I felt and uh I just really like the team you know Stoney Stoney's my boy so I mean being able to talk to him and know what you guys are doing in the practice room and how everything goes. It's just awesome. Going off of Stoney, you know, obviously you know this and uh, he was the guy, he, you know, Stoney, Stoney called me up and he was like, Hey man, you guys got to check out Joey blaze. <laughs> like, like Joey blaze. That's his real name. And he's that's like, a great yeah, name. Man, Joey blaze. I was like, man, we got to recruit this kid on his name alone. <laughs> how much has it meant to you to have, you know, 
a guy like Stoney, who you've been friends with a very long time in your corner, helping you through this process? Uh, it's, it's awesome because uh, guys, guys like him who really want your best interests, like have your best interests, uh, they really they really give you the right type of advice. They don't they don't hold back. You know, what I mean, like they tell you, you need to get better at this or you need to do this. And uh, I, I just listen to them and listen to everybody that tries to help me. And uh, it's just been working out lately. Joe, you've been you've been sort of all in from day one uh, to have it, you know, a reality. Just the the realization that you grew up, you're an Ohio guy, you're going to be competing in the Big Ten for the next, you know, five years. What's that mean to you? Uh, It it means everything because when I was little, uh, my coach, Scott Burnett, that was like his thing was like the best guys are wrestling in the Big Ten. The best guys are placing at Big Tens, winning Big Tens, winning NCAA titles. And uh, I feel like that's and that those are my goals as a person. I also looked up to Logan Stieber and stuff like that, like people like that when I was younger. So uh, to wrestle in the Big Ten, try to emulate what he did just at a different school. I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm here for it too. <laughs> Joey, thank you so much, man. I'm so happy for you. Uh, welcome to the family and, uh, and boiler up, man. Yep, for sure. Hammer down. Thank you guys. Joined now by Grayson Clark. Grayson, uh, dreams coming true this morning when you, uh, when you filled out that, that DocuSign, as you put it, uh, just congratulations. And, and what was going through your mind when, uh, when, when you signed on the dotted line? We lost him. Yeah, I think he's got a really unstable connection. He's looking like it. He's dumped twice now. Yeah, is there? Yeah, buddy. Can you hear us? Yeah, the, the Wi-Fi went out here. I'm reconnecting to that right now. Yeah, you're yeah. good. There we go. All right, that should be better now. Oh, yeah. No, you're much clearer all of a sudden. Yep. All right, perfect. Okay, Corey, let's uh, let's try this again. All right, here we go. Joined now by Grayson Clark. Grayson, congratulations on, on big day, dreams coming true. What was going through your mind, you know, when you filled out that form this morning? Uh, yeah, you know, it was um, it was a good feeling. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of hours in the practice room doing the right things. And it's been a lot of hard work for me and my family and everyone around me. So it felt really good and makes me excited for the future. Grayson, you had kind of a weird a weird route to Purdue. You know, you uh, you were committed elsewhere, um, decided to reopen your search and and found your way to the Boilermakers. What was it? Um, you know, what was it about Purdue that drew you down here? Uh, yeah, when I was on my visit, you know, I was spending some time with the guys and around the coaches and a lot of the guys that are there. It's uh, It was awesome. It felt like home right away. It didn't feel like a visit. It just felt like it was meant to be. And I walked away that weekend and I was like, that was a really, really good place. And I feel like it's the best place where I can achieve my goals. And yeah. Uh, what is it like to know you've got a, a, a another Wisconsin guy down here in Coach Souf, you know, going to cheer for the same teams and, and have that, you know, Talk about bubblers and, and, and weird stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. It's it's makes it easier. It's something that I have someone similar to me, you know. he I mean, he grew up, well, two hours from here in Arrowhead, so it's nice. He knows kind of the Wisconsin feel, and it's nice to know I got a Wisconsin guy that I can relate to down there. And makes it easier to go down to college knowing that, you know, you got that similarity with someone there. I'll tell you what, he's always excited to talk to AWA guys and, and guys that, that Max and Ben, you know, kick out. And so I knew he was he was pumped to get you on a visit. And he was even more pumped when uh, when you said yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, Ben and Max and even Coach Josh, they speak nothing but good about him and they, they love him. Um, who are uh, who are some of the guys you're most excited to train with when you get down here? Yeah, you know, I'm excited with uh, to train with Ramos. He's really good. He's also, you know, you got guys like Christian White down there that are really good. Um, and, you know, I saw like Mackintagay, he did really good at the Open. And it's a lot of those guys that you see 
that are at the lighter weights, which is where I'll be, that they're doing really well right now. And it's exciting to see that I'll hopefully take that same path, you know, and get better and better. That's always the plan, man. Corey? Yeah, man. I've, I've, I've been asking all the guys. You grew up in Big Ten country. You, you know what this sport's all about in this area. Just to, to be able to compete at this level, what's that mean to you? You know, it means a lot. You watch the Big Ten Network growing up, and you're like, man, it would be awesome to really compete there. And even just to compete at a college level was always a goal of mine, you know. But as I got older, I was like, you know, maybe I can be in the Big Ten. And that's where it was awesome. It's awesome to be able to compete at a high level like that, and I'm excited. You see all these Penn States, Purdue, you got Ohio State, all these big, big colleges that are the best in the country. And it's you're going to be competing against them every night. So you got to be at the top of your game, and it's exciting. Corey, did it make you feel really old when he just said grew up watching the Big Ten Network? Absolutely. Yeah, that wasn't a thing when we were kids, Grace. No. So I, yeah, I know that what that wasn't what you meant to do, but yeah, that was the. Luckily, we don't have Urzan on here because we love to tease him about being old. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's even older than us. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get it in there. Yeah, you'll um, cut that part out. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, Grayson, hey, man, we appreciate you joining us. Um, congrats again. So pumped to have you on board. And uh, we uh, can't wait to get you get you down to West Lafayette. For sure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, man. Enjoy enjoy that celebration tonight with, with your family and friends. I will. Appreciate it. Okay. We're joined now by Ashton Jackson. Uh, Ashton, congratulations. Big day. I got to think this is a bit of a dream come true for you. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Ashton, uh, couldn't be happier about you joining the family today. Um, you know, you were here a lot. You come down for, for some RTC workouts. You know, you got some buddies on the team. When uh, when did you know? Um, it, It's kind of cliche, but I, I feel like I, I knew right away um, after that first uh, – uh, RTC practice. Um, I love the, how the workout was formatted. Um, the guys on the team were amazing. They're all really welcoming. So it's, it was just kind of a no brainer. Um, everyone was super nice and it just felt at home right away. So yeah, I, I went home that weekend and I, I told my dad, I was like, yeah, I want to go there. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, how, uh, how much has it meant to you to have the pride, you know, the pre-existing relationships on the team with, you know, guys like Ike Rubel and, and some of the guys that he lives with and uh, how much did that help the process for you? Um, it, it was, it made everything really easy. Um, just whenever I go down there for uh, practices and to hang out with the team, it's uh, it's a place to stay. Um, uh, nothing's guaranteed yet, but I'm, we're in the process of uh, I'm, I might be living with them next year. So that, uh, that makes it, it makes it really easy. So yeah, they're uh, th those guys are awesome. They're uh, all, like you said earlier, they're all very welcoming. Um, they're great teammates. They all push each other. So it, it's going to be a fun five years. What, uh, who are you looking forward to training with the most when you, when you, when you get to campus? Honestly, uh, I'm going to have to give that one to Matt. Um, yeah, we, we went live and I got to his leg a couple times, but it, it was, it's humbling. Um, not, not being able to, uh, close that gap right away. So it, it's gonna, it's gonna make me a lot, a lot better wrestler training with him. Definitely. Well, I know you're not alone in that sentiment. Uh, you know, we got, we got some reminders of that at Clarion this weekend where, guys got in and and they didn't know what hit them by, by the time they were on their backs yeah definitely yeah yeah it's yeah he, he's he's pretty good <laughs> Corey you got anything else for Ashton yeah man uh Ashton uh coach was talking earlier about how big of a culture fit this entire class was just how important is that to you you know to get a, a, a bunch of like-minded guys that that you're going to be going through this journey with uh, it, it means everything. Um, that, that was also part of what made the decision, uh, pretty easy. Uh, it, I love being around goal oriented, like-minded people who, uh, are all just striving to be champions. And that's, that's what, you know, that's what we're all aiming for. So if, uh, if everyone's pushing each other and only trying to a higher standard, it, it's the wins are going to, you know, pile up there. So it, it's going to make the process a lot easier. And, uh, 
we'll we'll all get better. Love it. What what's it mean to you to be competing in the Big Ten? Uh it, it means a lot. Um I ever since I was I was little, I, I told my I, I was talking to my parents and I was saying, you know, I, I really want to be there one day, but uh yeah, I, I, I just I need to get better. I need to get better. I need to get better. And uh yeah, it, it means a lot to really uh to have the opportunity to compete at that level and to, you know, show show everyone what I'm made of and uh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um I've always wanted to uh compete at the pinnacle of the collegiate sport and that's at Big Ten. So it doesn't get much better than that. So it means everything. Love Ashton, uh congrats again. We Thank you. you joining us and uh you know the next next several months will will fly by and you'll you'll be on campus before you know it. Looking forward to it. Thanks, man. Good luck this year. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and we round things out today with Cole Salome. Uh, uh, Cole, congratulations. Big day. You got to be uh, just thrilled with the way things worked out. I am. Thank you very much. I'm more than excited for the following year coming up. Cole, uh, obviously Purdue was a place you were really familiar with. Uh, we, we've seen you down here for a number of RTCs. Uh, we've seen you at a number of competitions in the state. And you've, you know, you've seen us all around. Um, when did you know that Purdue was the place and, and what was the route you took to get here? Um, I've always kind of had my sights set on Purdue. Honestly, I was torn between IU and Purdue. And then I went and visited IU and unofficially and then I started coming to your guys' RTCs started getting to know the team coaches I mean and then my visit especially it just felt like home for me you know coach uh coach talked about how you know one of the best things about you committing to us and, and the reason you know we offered you a scholarship and stuff you know we uh we're familiar with you we've had you in the room and we knew what you were about coach loves your work ethic uh, loves your attitude. Don't back down from anybody. Um, I guess, what do you attribute that to? And like, what do you, you know, how is that, how has that carried you? Um, honestly, I had, when I was, I had text back and forth with shop about like RTC dates and everything else. And that was honestly one of my main focuses, obviously training off season all summer long with my other clubs and academies between Midwest RTC and Region Wrestling Academy. Um, but the weekend RTCs, um, that was one of my main priorities all sprint or all early fall and summer was to make it to your guys' room. I just wanted to get myself out there, get my name out, show you guys what I had to offer. And I figured that was the least I could do. Well, you did, and we're glad you did, buddy. Um, you know, part of uh a nice solid Indiana class we've been able to sign today along with, uh, with Ashton and Delaney yeah. Ruhlman, who uh, is going to be unable to join us today. But, um, you know, what is it, uh, what does it mean to you to be able to stay home, represent your state, um, you know, and, and be, be at Purdue? I mean, that was everything to me, honestly. I didn't, I personally did not want to leave the state. I mean, whether it being just, I've always, I've always kind of been a homebody personally. I mean, if it meant that I had to leave and I would, I probably would have made the sacrifice for it. But that was, that was one of my main goals and objectives was to not have to leave. I wanted to stay home, represent my state, which I feel like I've, I've done well throughout my high school career. I passed two national tournaments, wrestling really well, pulling off two big wins for myself that I've wrestled multiple times between IHBO and preseason nationals. I've wrestled all of them three times and finally won this year, but represent my state's always been huge to me. Corey? Yeah, Cole, uh, Coach was also talking a lot about culture and, you know, high character guys, how how every one of you fit with, uh, with what we're trying to do here off the mat, as well as, you know, being great on it. What's it mean to you to be a part of, you know, a part of the family and, and something that's that's really so special? It's everything to me, and especially just coming down there like the teammates, I, I love them all. So, I mean, between the coaches in the room, too, you got, I mean, like Vega, he brings a lot of excitement and character to the room. He's a great time to be around, especially. Keeps everybody laughing. I mean, he takes the edge off. 
I mean, along with um, uh, Coach Suflon and then uh, um, Shop, like they're all really good time. I mean, I love all the coaches, especially Ursuline. But um, like just Purdue in general, I had I had my sights on uh, as his academic um, construction management program for a while now, and I was very very excited to be able to pursue that. Yeah, no, that was one of the things I thought was really cool is, you know, some kids come to college and they're not really sure and other guys know what programs they want right away. And uh, you definitely have your sights set in on that BCM program. Um, how much did it help to have a guy like, you know, Parker Phillips, an upperclassman who you, who you could ask some questions to and uh, has been around and, and that, you know, you've had a chance to roll with and stuff and stuff. What did it, what did it mean to have his counsel academically? Uh, it helped tremendously, honestly. I mean, he was more than willing to answer any questions I had. I mean, they gave me my number first, like second time I met him. Like first time I met him up at Region Wrestling Academy, he was coming back through with Vega and uh, stopped in. I actually rolled with him. I wasn't too familiar with who he was personally. Then got to know him. I got off that. I mean, I rolled with him in Region or at the club over the summer. So, um, and then on my visit, he was huge help, answered all of our questions we had between me and both my parents. We had a lot of questions, honestly, and just kind of flooded him with questions. He answered everyone, honestly. He was, he's helped tremendously. That's great. Well, we got anything else for Cole? No, man, let's let him go enjoy the day. Cole, thanks right. again for joining us, man. We appreciate you. Congrats. Welcome to the family. And boiler up, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys' time. Great to hear from those guys. Uh, culture fit, like uh, like you said, Coach. And and I love that you you flat out said, you know, the further you get in your coaching career. See, I creatively said you're getting older, but I didn't <laughs> say you're getting older. The further you get uh, as a seasoned coach, the more important culture becomes. Uh, I love that that evolution aspect of of coaching. And, you know, putting the the attitude, the character, the quality person, human being aspect of it, uh, first and foremost. Yeah, it, it's just something I've, I've come to value a lot. And clearly, you, you know, it's an individual sport where you go out, compete by yourself. But who you're surrounded by becomes really important on that journey. Right. Like you don't want to climb the mountain and get up there and it just you, you're not you didn't feel good about it, right? You didn't feel mm -hmm. like you got everything out of it that you wanted. And, and I, I think a lot of that goes to who you're surrounded by, who your teammates are, who your coaches are. And so I've really come to uh, kind of value that. And I think that's a thing, you know, it's, it's a real thing on that journey. So we, uh, we, we look for it and try to find guys who not only have the, the individual talent, which is significant at the big 10 level, but value what a team experience uh, is. Um. Appreciate those guys for, for being able to take time out of the day. And I know some of them couldn't, and uh, we will definitely get them on at a, at a later time as their schedule allows. Um, Coach wanted to talk about, I mean, obviously we love these guys. You know, we, we invited them to come here and be a part of this team. We, you know, we made the offer, they accepted, um, you know, this is, this, these are, I think I've always compared when you talk about high school coaching versus college coaching, like high school, you get the guys that are in your district. Like that's just the way it is. Right. Yep. With college coaching, like you, every person who's here, you invited to be a part of the team. You get to go choose your own guys to a certain degree. Um, so obviously we love them. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the national perception of these five and kind of where we're at. Um, as far as possibly class rankings and, and national regard. Um, the two guys that are the highest ranked of the group, uh, Joey Blaze has, has jumped as high as 17th in the country in some of the national recruiting rankings. Uh, Grayson Clark up at 33. Um, both Delaney Ruhlman and Ashton Jackson got top 200 mentions. Um, puts us in some, some rarefied air as far as, uh, as far as the group goes. Uh, one of nine schools in the country to have two guys ranked in the top 35 and one of about 16 schools to have four guys in the top 200. Um, what I obviously, you know, that Corey, what's the saying? Liars figure and figures lie. Is that <laughs> something like that? Something like that. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, coach, 
when other people see the talent that you see and regard it in a, you know, they, they regard it well, uh, what does that say to you as a coach? Yeah. So it's interesting because you're always taught to, Hey, um, you know, with our guys, don't worry about the number in front of a guy's name. And that's true. You cannot worry about that as a competitor. And so I think we got, five guys um, that don't care and will wrestle hard against everybody. But when you talk about promoting your class, it does show they've done some really good work and to get those kind of numbers, it's not just been local, it's been national. These guys are invested in competing nationally, uh, not, not even just within their own state. So yeah, there's some validation and some support where you feel like, yeah, we've seen a lot of these guys and we know who they are and what they're capable of. So that that's how you use it. You know, it's not the end all be all. Um, you're ultimately it's people's opinions, but again, it shows hey, good kids. And when you read their credentials, you'll know why they have you know those the, that recognition as far as national rankings and why the class is going to be where it's at. Yeah, you know you, these guys that do these national rankings. Uh, you know Willie Saylor and Matt Scouts and our our friends at Flow Wrestling, and they they put a lot of time and energy and effort into you know, identifying these kids, figuring out, you know, going through the results, so on and so forth. So, you know, hats off to them for the the work that they put into to creating these lists. Um, I think uh, as I've, I've, as I've gone through some of the rankings and I've gone through some of the, uh, you know, who got who and who's, you know, committed to who and signing with who, um, I have us pegged I would say, Corey, what did we say before the show? Comfortably, I, I feel comfortable saying this is a top 20 national class. Yep. And I think it's got merits to uh, be, you know, top 15, maybe even top 10. Yeah. There you go. That's, so, that's it's your job is to to look at the numbers and then promote it. I mean, that's you guys and, and, and William, who we had on the podcast, right, from Sports Info Communications. So I'll let I'll trust you guys to do your job and promote the heck out of this class. And uh, me and the assistants will just figure out how to how to get them where they need to be. It'll be interesting to see where where it lies. But, um, you know, Corey, from a perspective of somebody who, you know, you're a fan, you you chew on these kind of numbers, not just for wrestling, but, you know, other sports and in these recruiting rankings. What does getting those kind of classes do for a program? Well, I, I think, you know. It just obviously you you need to get the the student athletes on campus and they need to perform like everyone expects them to. They need to continue to develop. Um, but if you know if you're talking about a couple guys in the top thirty five, you're already starting out ahead of you know a whole bunch of people behind them. Now that's not to say they can't be passed by people behind them. We've seen that before with, with maybe some guys that have not as high ranks as they deserve, but they outperform their recruiting ranking. We've seen guys, you know, come in top of the world and don't live up to it for whatever reason. You see it every year, but just the fact that when you're talking about, you know, these four star, five star, I know wrestling doesn't do stars necessarily, but when you're talking about four or five star type guys, they're just, they're starting from a, you would think in generally, generally speaking, from a different place. So the the ceiling's higher, hopefully the floor is higher. And when you get that kind of attention, you string two or three of those together, you string two or three classes like that together, it really makes people sit up and take notice. Oh, they're doing something over here. They're getting this, you know, they're continuing to get quality guys. They're recruiting at a higher level. And, uh, and, and, you know, you hope that it translates to the mat, obviously. Um, one thing I hate about the sport of wrestling is it takes too long to translate to the mat. I know we're, <laughs> we're seeing the, a, a trend of true freshmen competing, but historically it's, it's a red shirt sport. So you get guys who come in highly touted. Talk about Dustin Norris. You know, he was a well thought of recruit. I haven't seen him wrestle yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a sophomore. And, That'll and change Sunday, buddy. I can't, Sunday, buddy. I, can't, right, exactly. I can't wait to see him wrestle Sunday, but it, it takes too long. We want that instant payoff. That's what we've become as a society. So it, it really pays off the patience uh, of the sport and drives people like me nuts. But, uh, you know, when you can get people to pay attention and then maybe open up a few doors, hey, Purdue's doing something. Maybe I'll look at that too. 
Uh, I just think, you know, the benefits can, can pay off. You, you stack wins, right. And, and as you do, you just elevate the program. I, I think that's, that's a, a great uh, momentum behind what you guys are doing right now. And Tony, I mean, I don't know if you have these numbers offhand, and so I'm sorry for putting you on the spot. I'm not sorry. That's not true. Um, <laughs> how many kids do you figure wrestle nationally at the high school level? Do you have a, do you have a guesstimate number from your your work with? Uh, not, you know, that's a great question. I the, mean, the coaches association. No, I don't. I don't have an exact number. I mean, it's you know, is it five hundred thousand? You know, what's the and do you mean at all levels, right? Are you sure. talking about, cause I would have even less in terms of participation. If you had just asked high school, you know, it was high school to junior high to the little kids and the club wrestling. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, half million. I don't know. Uh, I need Mike Moyer here. Uh, yeah. We'll call to, 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 to help us out. Throw me a lifeline. We'll call my, yeah. <laughs> Can we phone a friend? Is yeah, that, let me, that, let me is, phone in. Yeah. That'd be great. Possible. I, I bring it up only because when you talk about, you know, Corey brought up the rarefied air, you talk about these kids that are being regarded in the top 20 in the top 30 in the top 40. Um, when you quantify how many kids are, are participating in the sport and yep. that they're being regarded at that level, I think it, I think it really says something. Well, for sure. I mean, and just think about whatever that number is, like I said, is it 500,000? Is it 375, mm -hmm. you know, thousand, whatever you're getting down to 14 programs when I'm talking about the big 10 mm -hmm. and that roster size. So you went from hundreds of thousands of kids down to, you know, um, what is it? Three, 400, 500, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever that number is. It's, it's just, it shrinks and is condensed immensely. Mm -hmm. And so what it takes to wrestle at that level is significant in terms of that jump and, and dedication and stuff. So yeah, it's, it says a lot for those young men who can compete at that level. Um, I can talk about the future boilers all day, but um, let's talk about the current boilers and home opener this weekend, Sunday at noon, uh, Holloway gymnasium. Uh, we host the Ryder Bronx for uh, our first duel of 2022, 23. Yep. No, looking forward to being home the next two, uh, the next two weeks, right before we have Thanksgiving off and then head to, uh, to Vegas for Cliff Keen. So yeah, excited to start off a home stand, uh, first home duel again for a lot of these young guys that Corey's never seen and <laughs> he's he wants to watch. So that will be, that'll be a, that'll be a fun day. Really looking forward to, uh, watching these young men start their home careers. Um, <clears throat> you know, a home and home that we've done here with coach Hangy and his group out at Ryder. We went out to their place last year to start the season. Um, getting the back end visit from them. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you anticipate seeing from the Bronx? Well, I mean, coach, coach Hang has been around a long time. So I think you'll see a prepared team, obviously out of Jersey. So there's a lot of that. They got a good recruiting base out there as well. So <laughs> I think you're going to see a bunch of good matches. You know, I, that's what I, that's what I would expect is that we're going to have a, a bunch of good matches in the gym on that day. We haven't seen probables from them yet. However, they do have a few ranked guys in the lineup. Uh, Richie Kohler down at 133 is a, is a national qualifier who's done some things for them. Um, Quinn Kinner uh, started his career at Ohio State, transferred to Ryder. Uh, we wrestled him in the duel last year at 141. I believe he'll be up at 149 this year. Yep. And then uh, the last guy I'd mentioned would be 197 pounds, Ethan Laird. Uh, redshirted last year, competed at heavyweight in some open tournaments and whatnot. Um, but is going back down to 197, which I think is where he's competed most of his career and and had a uh, a large amount of success. Yeah, like I said, there's going to be some good kids and some good matches in there, and and so you know we're, we'll have to be ready, you know. And and our guys are. I mean, they've been training hard, mm -hmm. and that was reflected in when we talked about the results at Clarion. So I I'm confident that we're ready to meet the challenge. But just know, hey. Um, you know, it's going to be some, some good kids in front of you and we're going to have to go out and execute kind of our game plan. You know, you always talk about effort and execution. It's going to take both of those to get it done. So that, that's what we're focusing on right now this week. Corey, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Just uh, one last note, Kinner and Laird both won championships at the Princeton open last week in open season. That's where they were at. So, so, uh, 
yeah, it should be should be good matches. Um, can't wait to see it noon on Big Ten Plus. If you can't make it to Holloway Gym, uh, you should make it to Holloway Gym. There are uh, <laughs> it, it's it, there's nothing quite like the in person environment as 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 hard as we work to to make the stream good. Come in person if you can. All right, uh, the Boilermakers against Ryder at noon on Sunday. Um, guys, that was a full show. Yes, it was. That was a full show. Let's uh, let's wrap it here, and we'll do it again next week. What do you say?